brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Hello, thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. Now, on the way, I find inspiration in a letter from my childhood that my sister unearthed. And we were asking you the names of the clubs that you created and were members of when you were children. Uh, and this inspired so many incredible stories. In fact, we have a, a wonderful caller on the way, which we know you're going to enjoy. But we didn't have time for this from Karen in Glasgow. And she says, Hi, Dave. Discussing your topic of conversation on our drive to work. My friend Steffi and I were in the Bureau Detective Agency when we were about 11 years old, solving crimes in our hometown of East Kilbride. Oh, nice. Meanwhile, my now hubby Michael was in a club called the Beechwood Alfonso Club. (laughs) We're still laughing now. Um, Plenty of incredible stories relating to that on the way. But I suppose this whole daily podcast, the meat of it, hangs off the bones of a call we received in our regular sections, apologies, corrections and clarifications. Mm. Prepare to wince, but prepare to enjoy. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Ah, there you are. Welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Charm having you on board. Where we always want to know your first thought. You know, mine this morning was didn't Catatonia back the right horse in the 1990s? I'm of course referring to this hit single. Case for Mulder and Scully, or yeah. Scully, yeah. but you know, we'll let Keris off. Um, it could be a case for Mulder and Scully. And of course, the X Files has endured. We all remember the X Files. Mm. But my first thought was back in the 1990s, there were a whole load of other ah, kind of detective yeah. duos oh, yeah. she could have chosen. Could it them. could have been a case for Denzel and Pascal. Could have been a case for Nash, Bridges. <laughs> that was could have been a case for Hetty, Wayne Crop. <laughs> Apologies, <laughs> Kerry's, but well done to the Catatonia guys. Lots of different versions <laughs> for a special anniversary release. If we could talk her into that, that would be just wonderful, wouldn't it? Uh, Matt, what was your first thought today? Uh, oh, my first thought was about... Uh, I keep, I've got to stop harping on about this, but I have an update on the biopic biopic debate from yesterday, okay. which we talked no, about, no. which is the correct pronunciation. You never harp on, my friend. I Let me knew, tell you, I knew, always nice to I, knew I wasn't say. alone in saying biopic and sticking with that, and yeah. I knew that I was influenced by a great authority in film, and then someone called Finn Boyd got in touch on Twitter to say they listened to the podcast yesterday and on the biopic biopic debate uh, Finn says that uh, my new Bauer Media colleague Mark Commode is very much in my camp the biopic camp and no one dare defy him I don't know I disagree with his review of Mamma Mia too so I don't know (laughs) (laughs) he's a powerful friend so he now works in this building on Scala the new classical music station for a modern life so uh, and that's I think that's where you sorry know, I saw oh, that wow. written on the back of a newspaper yesterday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very impressive he knows the taglines of course I do and so if he sa- if Commode says it oh, that's why I'm but sticking but that's only with half it. the argument what does Mayo say wow 
You know? <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That I mean, is I, only fifty percent. I still, th- I think, you know, Mayo's more of the presenter in that duo. Commode is the film expert. What's expert, wrong with being expert. presenters? We're not allowed to expert, expert something. Expert. He's like the expert. No, he is well, the, granted, the oracle. Okay, of well, film. let's. Tr- should we divide them? Should we split them up? Loved duos in radio. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and see if Commode can confirm it for me. I would. Now we to... are stable mates. You yeah. know, now we're in the same building. He might respond. Do you think? Well, I think so. But I mean, I think you should dig deep. You know, this could be a case for Mulder. Oh. <laughs> Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. Now, your first thoughts are always welcome, no matter how slightly disturbing they are. For example, Gary in Southend. Dave, my first thought is: if poison passes its expiry date, does it become more dangerous? Or less. <laughs> oh, wow. good question. Is there a use-by date on poison? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's look into that, shall we? Uh, Dave, <laughs> will I hear about Brexit when I'm on holiday in deepest Wales? Yes. Uh, hopefully not. Oh, well, Emma's been to deepest Wales. Is there Brexit yeah. chat there? Yeah, you can still get the news yeah. there. Right, yeah. No, well, it's a few days out of date, but it'll be... Yeah. Yeah. Brexit was in the news a few days ago, so it'll yeah. be fine. Send all your complaints direct to Glenmore. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, it becomes less poisonous, uh, meaning you need to have a bigger dose, um, but you'd have to to wait years after the expiration date oh, right. if it stopped working yeah, altogether. It. But Gary, just put it down and, uh, and move yeah. on. Yeah. Um, it loses its potency, yeah, nice. And to go back a step, we just hope that maybe you're spared some Brexit news when you're in deepest Wales. You get to relax, switch off, read mm. a book or do whatever it is you want to do. Um, Dave, I can't believe I agreed to take my wife's cake to a cake exhibition in London and I'm already on the road. Wow! Be careful with the driving. You know, I don't know where you're going to store the oh, cake. Oh yeah, how do you store? You've got you a wedge. You've got a wedge, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. You'd have to wedge it somewhere. In the boot, wedged. I'd say wedged in the boot is probably the best option. Where do you store a cake in a car on a long journey? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. <laughs> If you just join us, uh, we're helping John from Sandhurst transport a cake that his wife baked to an exhibition here in London. Yeah. We have our concerns about where he's decided to place it. He's got back in touch saying uh, the cake is in the boot with nothing around it so it doesn't get damaged. The cake is very secure, I assure you. Wow. I'm a very careful driver. Oh, John, John, John. Yeah, this is an exhibition-level cake, John. Yeah. This isn't just some French fancies you're taking over to your auntie's house. And it doesn't matter how good a driver you are, what about the other people on the road that may just pull out in front of you, you have to do an emergency what stop. What makes me such a nervous passenger? The cake in the boot, in the big empty boot, sliding around. That's all I can see, it sliding around, getting damaged. Uh, listener Glenn's got in touch. He says, behind the front seat, it's the lowest central stable point of the car. Yes, good point. And then move the seat back to keep it in place. Andy Mack says the cake's got to go in the wheel well. Annie Mack? <laughs> Annie Mack, nice yeah. Of her. Yeah, this has really got <laughs> to her take time out of her morning yeah. to do this. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, the wheel well, the bit where you, that's where you store the um, the uh, spare tyre, isn't it? Spare tyre. Underneath the fake carpet in the boot. So you have to okay. lift. If he was to put the cake in that wheel well, mm. you'd have to lift up the Height depending. Carpet. You've got to take out the a spare tyre. Take out the spare tyre yeah. and lift up that fake carpet. Well, as we know from your work. wife texting in this week, you couldn't be bothered to do that. No, I would not. No, but no. I suggest, John, pull over, which you already clearly are because you've been texting in. Mm. Take the spare wheel out from there. Yeah. Put it in the back seat. Put your wife's exhibition cake into the little hatch. Yeah. Close it. Have a safe, careful journey. Yeah. And we hope that your wife wins the cake exhibition. I'm sure she will. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Are you sitting down? Because I really hope so. 
I have big news. Our friends with DIY benefits, they've gone large. And I mean really large, because starting from today at Wix, there's buy one, get one free on all timber deck boards. Oh, yes. This offer ends on Monday. If that wasn't enough to celebrate this fact, Wix are giving you a chance via me to win a £250 Wix gift card. Hold the freaking phone. Now, deck boards, you say. Deck board sounds like decks, doesn't it, mate? You know, yeah, the old ones yeah, and twos, yeah, the platters yeah, that matter. Oh, yeah, the wheels of steel. The yeah. turntables. Yeah. And I know that you decided to take up a bit of DJing yourself recently. Yeah, you know, just get a bit of extra cash, an extra little revenue stream. Yeah, thought I'd give it a go. It's always good to spread the beam. Yeah, um, I, I borrowed some, uh, some mixing desks. Uh, from uh, from the our friends at Kiss, right? You know uh, the hip hop DJ, UK's number one hip hop DJ, Shorty Blitz. Yes, he actually went to the same school as me in Nottingham. Right, yeah, okay. and uh, he's lent me all the best high tech equipment, and I've been going out there DJ just a few small gigs to start with. But I am available for work. Get, get in touch if you want to inbox me. Yeah, how you? <laughs> <laughs> how you always manage to contain the word Nottingham in all your anecdotes never ceases to amaze me. It's incredible. <laughs> Uh, happens. <laughs> um, so anyway, Matt, I've got on a little bit of a, a, a surreptitious recording of you doing a gig at the weekend. Oh. And this is how we're going to give away the £250 Wix gift card. You need to name three artists that Matt's playing in this little bit of audio I'm going to play. Uh, just the artist. I'll write the name of the song. We just want the band or artiste. Here we go. OK, uh, let's go then. Here we go, everyone. We're about to go in the mix. Throw your hands up in the air, everyone. And now we go back to the old school. Um, there's a blue Nova in the car park. Could the owner please return to your vehicle and the lights on? Can I get a rewind? <laughs> Very impressive. <laughs> no, I mean, you know. Fancy picking that as your first dance. That's <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. What a night. That was the edited highlights, of course, wasn't it? it was a very good night. Uh, the bride and groom were very happy with my services. <laughs> so we just need the name of the banner artist, as I've said. Producer Sammy's standing by the phones. Name all three of those artists. You could be winning a £250 Wix gift card. You've got five minutes to enter, which means it closes at... 6.43. Good luck. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Starting from today, our friends with DIY Ben if it's Wix, are telling us to tell you there's buy one, get one free on all timber deck boards and this outstanding offer ends on Monday. And to celebrate this, we're giving away a £250 gift card to one lucky listener. Uh, now, to make a little bit of extra cash to fund... What are you funding with it? Well, I need a new rabbit hutch, you know. Of course. Um, you know, the kids need clothes. So just need, Everyone needs a little extra bit of cash, don't they? This is, this is a good way to earn. So Daddy you Dyson's know. going out... Uh, Andy Bush is always out doing his indie disco on the road. Yeah. Leona's at Butlins doing her 80s thing. I thought I might as well try and cash in. Jump on that gravy train. Yeah. What? No holiday parks have invited me just yet. Just doing, like, local weddings, well, really. Well, you're only just starting out, as, as this little clip will go to show. Here we go. This is Matt on the deck, sing board. Um, there's a blue Nova in the car park. Could the owner please return to your vehicle you've left the lights on? And to win yourself the £250 Wix gift card, you had to name all three artists. Give it a go. First of all, online one in Croydon is Andy. Good morning, Andy. Morning, Dave. How you doing, my friend? 
I'm good, thank you. Excellent, lovely having you on the show. Do you think you would hire Matt to play at your wedding as a DJ? Can I be, can I be honest? Probably not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to give you mates friends as well. <laughs> I, I bet it was his Blue Nova as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andy, name the three artists, please. I think it was the Kings of Leon, Blur and the Killers. All three are right. Congratulations, you've won a £250 oh, Wix gift card. What are you going to spend it on? Thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to donate it to my girlfriend who wants to do her bedroom up. Oh, that's very nice, nice of you, Andy. A charm having you tuned in. Have yourself a lovely rest of week. And that was all thanks to Wix, where from today, there's buy one, get one free on all timber deck boards. That offer ends Monday. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. As I say, I've uh, unearthed something from my childhood, which yeah. has led to us asking the question, I want to know about the clubs that you created with your friends as a kid. And we have some amazing ones to come from members of the team here that are just going to blow your mind, including the word mullet and radio were used in the same <laughs> sentence by my esteemed colleague. Yeah, and it's not about Pat Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this all sprung from my sister uncovering this. It was in such pristine condition as well. Listen to this, look. Yeah, it does. It looks brand new. It does look brand new. Um, and, uh, well, we were members of the Pen Friends and Tales. Uh, it was me, <laughs> my little sister, and Jodie Langford. Jodie, oh. a dear friend of mine still to this day. Uh, and it says, David and Katie, here are some jokes. That's how it Ooh. starts. So straight in. Glenn, I hope you're writing these down. Another <laughs> yeah, yeah, show coming. Okay. One, who tells jokes about knitting? A nitwit. Oh, oh, nice. I know, we were 20 when she wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> Two, what always follows a dog? It's tail, of course. Oh, yeah. All good jokes end with, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> there's, well, there's one to come where she negs us. It's amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's coming, it's coming. Uh, what bus sailed the seas? I don't know what bus sailed the sea. Columbus. Oh. oh that's a good one. Do you know what? These are actually hard to guess. I haven't, I haven't guessed any of these puns. No. I never saw any of these coming. Yeah. Jody is and always was a very smart cookie. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Teresa. Teresa who? Teresa fly in my suit. Oh, no. <laughs> Work's written down? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With Teresa, I thought, oh, maybe this is ahead of his time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got news <laughs> for you on that. <laughs> and lastly, and this is the negging one, uh, when can you go as fast as a racing car? I don't know. When you're in one? When oh. you're in it, yeah! Wally! Yes! yes! Well done, Glenn. Well done. Uh, and oh, then she it says... She called you a wallet. She called you a wallet at the end. She called me and my sister a wallet at the end. But then and it says, this is what's really sweet, it then says PTO. And I don't think kids oh, today PTO, no. do they? They don't no. please turn over. So PTO, and then it says at the top, do not show anyone this piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Does it say IDST on it as well? <laughs> if destroyed, still, still true. Still true. Uh, it says more jokes soon from Jody, leader of Pen Friends Tales. Then it says see you 25th of Feb 89, which is uh, oh, which was Saturday. Wow. She points out, and I'm seeing Jody this coming Saturday. Really? For my dad's birthday. Wow. Oh, so my amazing. sister found this. How timely. But isn't that just great? So you were a child in, in 89? No, no, this was... I. Oh. Yeah, oh, it must yeah, I thought be you were only 26. Yeah. No, no, it's... Yeah. it's ni- I, did I say 89? 98. Yeah. So you're 20 <laughs> 98 is what I meant, of course. You're Wally. Very Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. The effortlessly charming producer Sam was in a club called Men in Blue. 
They had their own ID cards made and they used to wear sunglasses around school. <laughs> wow. It was because men in black was all the rage, but our uh, school uniform was blue. Oh, nice. <laughs> so you're just a bunch Lovely. of kids in the school uniform being told to take your sunglasses off because you look pretentious. <laughs> what a club to be in. Now, Matt Dyson. We promised yeah. tales of amateur radio and mullets. Yeah. <laughs> you well, don't want to talk it about this, do you? Really a, it's just really embarrassing. It takes it a lot to see you go crimson and you've gone a, a lovely it shade. It wasn't a club. It was just a little club that me and my mate Joe Lang were in where we uh, recorded our own radio station on a, t- a two-deck tape recorder in his bedroom. And what was that radio station called? It was just the address of his house. It was called 96 Cypress Road. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a sung jingle, which I still remember the words to. Go and we on. used to like do links and then... Put record and pause and put music in and create our own show. And the jingle went 96 Cypress Road in compact disc FM mode, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't mean anything and makes me sound like an idiot. And it's so, so embarrassing. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm fairly sure he hasn't got the tapes. I'm fairly certain he hasn't got the tapes. Has he still got the mullet? <laughs> oh, yeah, he did have a mullet. He was a big fan of Glenn Hoddle at the time. He was a Spurs fan and he modelled himself on Glenn Hoddle so much so that he had the Glenn Hoddle mullet. <laughs> Didn't look quite as good on him. Um, you were 12 when you were doing this. 11 or 12, to me. 11 or 12, maybe, maybe earlier, I can't remember. But yeah, just remember that jingle, compact disc, FM mode. Oh, it's lovely, these Doesn't things. Doesn't mean anything. You're able to do this with your friends when you're a kid, it's really nice. I mean, of course, your biggest rival at, um, what is it, 96 Cypress Run? Yeah, yeah. Was, of course, producer Mark's, um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smash FM. Smash <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, Glenn Moore, were you in a, uh, a little club when you were a yep. kid? Uh, me and my create? friends uh, wanted to have a couple we made films and we were... I hate this so much. We're called the Film Boys, which is the saddest. <laughs> sad, sorry. And the only, the only scene we ever filmed was me deliberately falling down the stairs and then we didn't film any other things. So we just had footage on someone's computer of me falling down the stairs. Contextless, <laughs> uh, and that was it. That was that was the end of the movie, like boys. Like as far as I like yeah. a snatch of one of those early 1920s. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, we've reconstructed the tape. Yeah. It is Charlie Chaplin, but it is only five seconds. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. I'll do. Good morning, and welcome to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. We're currently discussing the clubs that you created along with your friends as a kid after my little sister unearthed an amazing letter from our friend Jodie. And we all kind of had a little team together. And joining us right now on line one is Claire in Cheshire. Good morning, Claire. Morning, Dave. Lovely having you on the show. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. It's all right. I thought I'd tell you about my fantastic club. Well, we can't wait to hear it. Um, There's a little bit of irony to saying club. Tell everybody what it was called. It was called the Biscuit Club. The Biscuit Club. Um, <laughs> yeah. And how many times did you guys get together and meet in your childhood? Uh, once. Once. Okay. And, and what did yeah. you do? What did the Biscuit Club do on their one and only meeting? So basically, we uh, sat in my shed and uh, ate biscuits. Wow. <laughs> and we just saw like uh, <laughs> we did fictional calls of rescues. So you'd sit in your shed eating biscuits and wait for fictional rescue calls and then you would go out on your bikes? Yes, we would go out on our biscuit bikes to rescue the people that we'd made up, yeah. And then go back, you congratulate one another, have another biscuit and repeat. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Yeah, we had we had each had biscuit names. So like one of us was called Hobnob and one of us was called Chocolate Chip. What was your name, Claire? 
Shame. That's a shame. Claire, it's been so lovely having you on the show. Send our love to all the former Biscuit Club members. Are you still friends with them? Um, well, well, one was my brother um, and another friend. She actually reminded us of the Biscuit Club when we got to high school because um, we were about eight at the time when we made it up and about when we were about 15, she uh, she reminded us all of our Biscuit Club. I bet you were going, shut up! Shut up, digestive. <laughs> <laughs> You'll always be hobnob to me, Claire. Um, thank you very much indeed for tuning in. We'll speak to you later on. Listen to this. Dave, when I was six, I was the leader of a gang called the Lightning Dogs. Like Thundercats, but much harder. Oh, nice. Our mission was to steal free property newspapers. What? This never got dull and entertain us for a whole summer. We end up with more than 700 copies hidden in my shed. We used to walk around the estate picking them up. Uh, they were free, of course, says Chris, a.k.a. Roadblock. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It cometh. Five words, five grand. Absolute radio. Yes, dearest friends, it is time for Five Words, Five Grand. It is radio's easiest game to play, but it is the hardest one to win. Online one right now, hoping to win £5,000 in fleet. We have Lucy. Good morning, Lucy. Morning. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you. Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. How are you? Very well, thanks for asking. It's lovely having you on board. Uh, so let's get straight down to business, shall we? Okay. If you could choose, but you can't, of course, unless it lands on free pick, <laughs> which member yeah. of the team would you want to play along with this morning? Emma. Emma, OK. Oh. What's your thinking behind that? They always pick Emma. <laughs> well, do you know what? She seems the more fun. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Lee. I was going to say Dyson got slammed there and then I realised, oh, me too as well. Everybody got slammed but Emma. <laughs> there we go. Um, OK, Lucy, well, it's time to turn our attentions now to the random name generator. Obviously, you're hoping for it to land on either Emma or Free Pick. Yeah. Let's see who you're playing with this morning. Five words, five grand. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Matt Dyson. <laughs> and with that, the fun ended. <laughs> the, fun, the fun has stopped. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, he's no fun, Dave. This will, this will not be fun. Oh. Sorry, Lucy, you're going to be playing with Matt Dyson. I'm sure you're going to be fine. Uh, That means uh, Matt, I'd ask you to put on the headphones so you can drown out all sound from inside the room. Very good. Okay, Lucy, I'm sure you know how it works. I want to give you five words. You say the first word that pops into your head. We'll make a note of those. Then we'll get Matt Dyson's answers. If all five words match, you win the £5,000. Are you ready for your five words? Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Start. Finish. Work. Hard. Flat. Mate. Public. Toilet. Move. Shake. Oh. 
Okay, Lucy, it's good. Well, I don't know. If you put them all together, you've got a Finnish hard mate toilet shake. So <laughs> you're almost like a little story. <laughs> Which is very impressive. Oh, okay, okay. Lucy, wait right there. We'll be getting Matt Dyson's okay. five words next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Five words. Five grand. Absolute Radio. Yes, we're currently in the middle of five words, five grand, with Lucy from Fleet. Lucy, how are you feeling? Nervous. I'm all okay. right, though. Okay, you're, you're going to be fine. We're all in this together. <laughs> I think you gave us a good, solid set of answers. You think uh, so? I do. Honestly, I do. I had I had questions uh, over the first one, if I'm honest, but I re- oh. kind of reviewed it, and actually, I think it's it's stronger than what was the first thing that would came to my mind. But of course, none of that matters. What matters is Matt Dyson. Yeah. Got any words yeah. of encouragement for Matt without using any of the five words you gave me? <laughs> Nothing really, no. You want to call him a tiger or something? If you're a tiger? (laughs) (laughs) There you go, right, fair enough. Wow, so inspired. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Matt Dyson. Yeah. First word that pops into your head. Hit me. When I say start, finish. Yes! Yes. Oh, wow. That was when I was. For me, I would have gone stop. I would have gone start, stop for me. I wouldn't have gone. Oh, yeah. So, excellent. More of a race, yeah. Okay. Work. Um. Work. Place. I was going to get shy, work shy as a backup. Opposite from Lucy, work hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's exactly the opposite. That's why she wanted to work, play along with Emma. Work, work shy. Hard. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. What? Work hard. Um, OK, here we go. Flat. Pack. <laughs> Flatmate. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you're going to win this today. No, I think so. <laughs> Plot spoiler. <laughs> Let's see how many you can match, though. Yeah. Okay. Up next, Matt. Penultimate. Public. Mm. Baths. <laughs> Are you Victorian? <laughs> Yes. It was 1892, and, uh, and I we were on the steam baths. railway to Bath. <laughs> public toilet. Oh, oh. Public, public toilet. And finally, to match two, oh. move. Shake. Yay! 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 No way! <laughs> She's a mover and a shaker. I knew it. <laughs> Okay, so you managed to match two with Lucy this morning. Lucy, sorry you didn't win the £5,000, but it's been so lovely having you on the show. Thank you so much. Take care now. Have a good day. Uh, And you, and you. uh, If you think you could uh, match up with a team member and get five words, then you could win five grand. All you need to do is call us right now, 0330 123 1215. 0330 123 1215. Five words, five grand. Absolute Radio. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. 
giving you a platform every Thursday around this time for your apologies, corrections and clarifications. And our first one goes way back to when we first came on air this morning at 6am. We were asking for your first thoughts. And John in Sandhurst got in touch saying, my first thought, Dave, is I can't believe I agreed to take my wife's cake to a cake exhibition in London. I'm already on the road. Now, debate raged here. What is the safest way of transporting a cake to a cake yeah. exhibition? Um, and John said he had it in the boot with nothing around it so it doesn't get damaged. And we were like, whoa, John, you're doing this all wrong. And John would like to clarify that the cake made it. Oh, thank you. Oh. I'd like to follow on that from that with a clarification. I'd like to clarify to uh, my friends, particularly my male friends, that when we go away together, which we occasionally do, if I'm the last person to arrive, when I kind of walk up to where you are, where you, are you all have to go, <laughs> I was denied that in Paris. And oh, I, I felt, I felt, thank you, thank you. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Because, yeah. I had to get, because of young Evangeline, it was just lovely that I was allowed to go away. Yeah. But I wanted to spend as much time as I could, so I was the last one to get the Euro star mm. then when I arrived the boys I love them all they're all sat around and I walked up and as I was getting close I was thinking it's coming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm all right oh no tonight I want to clarify you must go Surefire yeah. well, hey moment, that is. That's what I thought. I was denied it. Denied it this time round. Uh, Matt Dyson, an apology, a correction or clarification? Um, earlier in the week, uh, we were talking about laziness and my wife Katie revealed that I fixed the rabbit hutch using bricks <laughs> after the rabbit escaped. But not cemented up safely, just one no, just, just lean up against the hole. Some loose bricks and, and, and concrete slabs. Uh, I, I'm sorry to report that the rabbit escaped again. Oh, no, you're kidding me. It's now back safe and well. It never seems to go that far, but... I apologise to my family. I need to buy a new hutch. You do need to buy a new hutch. Yeah. So that's your problem. Do you think maybe you should apologise to the rabbit and just let yeah. her go and live somewhere else? I don't think she else? wants to be with she you. She wants to get like, locked up. Take she doesn't the like it. She doesn't like to be incarcerated, but, you know... That's, you know, I, don't know what else I think it's do. the fact that you call it incarceration that probably <laughs> swings it. Yeah. Maybe if you thought of it more of a holiday camp yeah. or something. Okay. Okay. She doesn't want to live with us, stay with us, but yeah, incarceration. I'll clarify right. that with Charlotte later and apologise to her, okay? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. You know what I like? I like it when your apologies, corrections, and clarifications run deep. Exhibit A, Joe in Brentwood, says, I would like to apologise to my cousin Lisa for drinking her bottle of Bollinger with Alka-Seltzer on New Year's Day 1999 and until now denying I'd ever done that. Oh, wow. Well, that's your apology, uh, cousin Lisa from Joe in Brentwood. Um, Emma Jones, have you got an apology, a correction or a clarification? Yeah, I would like to apologise to um, Stefan for... <laughs> it's every week. <laughs> <laughs> what have you I'm, done this time? I'm either grassing him up or apologising. <laughs> Um, he left a, a half a tin of beans in the fridge and I ate them. And there's nothing worse than when you think you're going to come home to your remaining beans and they're gone. I think you're absolutely right. In the tin or in Tupperware? You can't leave them in the tin. They start no, to taste yeah. like metal. Oh, no, yeah, good. I was just yeah. checking. No, they're just in a bowl. You were aware of that. In yeah. a bowl. Yeah. No one eats a whole tin at one time, do they? Yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Oh. If, I, it's if because I've got I don't... my beans, I've got my beans. Yeah. Too many beans. Also, I mean, this... Uh, no. 
Go on, go on, go on, Glenn. I'm a cold baked beans out of the tin sort of person. Yeah, a whole tin, just with yeah. a fork. Yeah, yeah, yeah why yeah, not? Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes cold custard out of a tin as well. Close yeah. you get to feeling like a cowboy, not the custard bit. Yeah, but, yeah. 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 And then just quietly yeah. passing wind in front of the fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah Jane, my wife, the two aren't linked, by the way, but mm. she she can taste the difference between baked beans that have come out of the little plastic pots that are available and the tin. She'll only really? go for the tin the just better. by looking at them. Yeah. Just by looking at the packaging. <laughs> yeah. and that's incredible. It's, it's the taste. She just she likes that little bit of metallic. It's the same as Ribena. It yeah. tastes better from a carton than a bottle when you have to mix it yourself. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Glenn, have you got an apology, correction, or clarification? Yeah, I've got a clarification just of my uh, girlfriend. Basically, back in about October, I had a big sort out of my room and I filled two bin bags full of clothes to take oh, to a charity shop. Um, they, they, they stayed there for a long time and uh, just before Christmas, I put them in my car uh, thinking that would definitely force me to take oh, them yeah. to a charity That's shop. step two. Yeah. And then in, in January, went on a, a weekend away with some friends <laughs> and they were putting their suitcases in the boot so the, the, the bin bags went back under my desk um, so they, they weren't under my desk the other day and my girlfriend was like oh did you take them to a charity shop and I was like mm-hmm. I just wanted to clarify that I've never actually gone back to my car <laughs> That's just where they'll be for the rest of the time. Just a change of scenery, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's nice of you to do that. The Very Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So, wanting to apologise for something that happened 35 years ago. On line one is Alex. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, gang. Uh, It's lovely having you on the show. Um, I'm privy to the tale you're about to tell, and this is an apology that is not only been such a long time coming, but it's also a way of you just kind of letting yourself off the hook because we believe what happened that fateful day, February the 14th, some 35 years ago, has kind of dogged you and interrupted your sleep, and it's really stayed with you. Yeah, I'm I'm still mortified all these years years afterwards, and I'm just so ashamed of what I did. I I feel that I really need to get it off my chest today. Well, Um, this is great, so please feel free. The floor is yours. Go ahead. Well, I'd like to apologise to Robert Eason. Um, I used to go to St John's Comprehensive in in Epping, and uh, about 35 years ago, when I was around 12, Robert gave me a Valentine's Day card in front of the whole class at registration. Now, at the time, I was on the periphery of the cool gang, so I was trying to find my way at senior school. It's tough. And um, he, Robert, bless him, was very, very geeky. Right. And he was one of the school squats that nobody wanted to sit next to in class. Okay. Nobody wanted to be seen speaking You're to You're making him. things worse here, Alex. Just back and <laughs> come on, pull out a little bit here. Okay, that's it. There we go. Yeah, okay. So, 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 so Robert Eason has handed you a Valentine's Day card in front of the whole class. You're on the peripheries yeah. of the cool gang. What did you do? Yeah. Well, I, was, I went bright red myself and, and I took it out and I sort of like stamped my feet and went oh my god this is awful and I ripped it up in half and then threw it in the bin <laughs> oh, oh no. can you just have said no thank you oh, no, no. oh honestly it, it was it was shameful he went bright red and the poor thing he welled up with tears <sighs> and I felt so bad but of course because I was on the, on the periphery I yeah. couldn't admit to feeling bad no yeah. of course you too cool for that weren't you yeah I was, yeah. So this has haunted me ever since. And then um, February the 14th this year, funny enough, I tried to Facebook stalk him. I tried to find out where he was and send him an apology, but I couldn't find him. Oh, Yeah, he's too busy with his Victoria's Secrets model wife because he's a multi-billionaire CEO. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you're right there. I think he's probably going to be gorgeous and, and worth an absolute fortune now. But I would, from the bottom of my heart, Robert, oh. please, will you forgive me? I feel terrible. Well, this is a genuine apology. And obviously, what's lovely about this, Alex, and again, let yourself off the hook, is you've clearly grown as a person. We all did silly things we regret <laughs> as kids. Yeah. But it's nice that you've taken the time to try and find him on Facebook. And now you've taken the time to come and apologise on the show. Oh, thank you very much. I feel slightly vindicated, just slightly. Good. Well, no, no, and so you should. It's been lovely having you on the show, Alex. Take care of yourself. Thanks. Bye. Bye now. Bye. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Harry Potter. And that's to celebrate the opening of the set of Gringotts Wizarding Bank. And you could be there. If you're a big Harry Potter fan, this is for you. We'll bring you to London, put you up in a hotel for the night, and the next morning you'll join us for an exclusive first look at the new set of Gringotts Wizarding Bank. If that wasn't enough, you'll also get a private tour of all the other sets. If this is for you, register online right now, absoluteradio.co.uk. You need to be a proper fan, and I have two of those ready to play next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. Tomorrow, we're going to be coming to you live from the Warner Brothers Studio Tour London, the making of Harry Potter. And we're doing this to celebrate the opening of the set of Gringotts Wizarding Bank. And we're bringing you along too. Of course, we couldn't do it on our own. And on the line right now, we have two Harry Potter super fans. On line one, we have Josie. Good morning, Josie. Morning. How you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Very well, thank you for asking. And on line two, we have Fern. Good morning, Fern. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> Marvellous. Fern, Josie, Josie, Fern. Hi, yeah. Hi, Josie. Okay, so, Josie, your house is your buzzer and the sorting hat has selected Slytherin for you. Are you okay with that? I am. Give us a little test, just shout Slytherin. Slytherin. There it is. And Fern, the sorting hat has picked you Ravenclaw. Give us a Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. There we go. They're your buzzers. Now, I've got five questions here. They're all multiple choice, Okay. So wait okay. till I get to the end, because yesterday it was a mess. <laughs> okay, so Slytherin, Ravenclaw, there your buzzers. And our first question is, which creatures work in Gringotts Bank? Goblins or trolls? Slytherin. Ravenclaw. Slytherin got there first. Yeah. It's goblins. It is goblins. Well done, Josie. Okay, question two. How many unforgivable cures exist? Ravenclaw. Five or three? Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Three. It is three. Well done, Ravenclaw. It's one apiece. According to Professor Slughorn, what is the purpose of a Horcrux victory Ravenclaw. or immo- Ravenclaw? Immortality. It is immortality. I didn't get wow. to say it. It's very good. Question four. What do Harry and Ron crash into when they fly their car Ravenclaw. to Hogwarts? Slytherin. It's a- the Whomping Willow. It is the Whomping Willow, which means it is two apiece as we head into the final question. <laughs> <clears throat> what creature is depicted in the emblem for Gryffindor House? Ravenclaw. Uh, Ravenclaw? It's um, a hippogriff. Well, it's got to be either a badger or a lion. I'll let you answer. Oh, OK. A lion. It is a lion. Congratulations. You're coming oh along. God. Well done, to Ravenclaw. Well done, Fern. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> ah! Hang on, who's what, what? Who won that? Um, Fern, you won that. Fern, 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 won that, Fern yes. you real Ravenclaw, you won that. Yes, yeah, well done, well done, Fern. Well done. Thank you so much. Josie, wow. lovely having you on the show. Unlucky that time, but well done to you, Fern. Amazing. Thank you so much.
good. So we'll see you tomorrow. Wow. Crikey. Okay, a bit of packing yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanks for tuning into the show. See you tomorrow. For your chance to be there too, head online, absoluteradio.co.uk, right now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Oh, look. It's wordplay. Today on The Daily Smash, we are inspired by the wonderful news that uh, England player Harry Maguire's wife has just had a baby... And it happens to fall precisely nine months after he scored for England in the World Cup. Yeah. Now, I'm no doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he did. He had a really good World Cup, Harry Maguire. And it's exactly nine months after. When we beat uh, Colombia on penalties, what a and there was that image that has been used as a very popular meme on social media of him casually leaning, after the game, casually leaning, talking to his wife over the fence at the ground. Uh, that was the night that uh, the baby was conceived, so people are saying, which is amazing, isn't it? And uh, little... Uh, what's her name again? Let me just tell you her name. Lily St. Maguire. Is well, that, welcome yeah. to the world, little Lily, and congratulations to the Maguire family. Uh, you have inspired the Daily Smash, which I know is what you want and wanted when you started the family. <laughs> yeah. uh, we are smashing together babies and football. 8, 12, 15 on the text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Um, I've got uh, nutmeg. And Mog. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got man latch on. <laughs> which is grim, but does work. And I've got Caesar Aptamel Laqueta. Ooh. Wow. Oh, very Chelsea good. defender. Solid. Thank you. What have you got, Matt Dyson? Tottenham Cotspur. Oh, oh, that's oh, on a Really? Yeah. Very good. Uh, Victor Moses basket. <laughs> and uh, Ryan Bibble. Ryan, Ryan Bibble. <laughs> dribbling down the wing. Dribbling Ryan Bibble. Dribbling yeah. Ryan Bibbling. Um, Emma, what you got? Apart from Tottenham Cotspurs, I had Pram Allardyce oh. and Killian Mnappi. Oh, yes, of nice. course. Very good, Emma Jones. Uh, what you got, Glenn? Uh, Dimitar Baby Tov, <laughs> uh, Dummy Happier, <laughs> and Nurse Rio Ferdinand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Ian Nappy Rash. That's right, we're smashing together babies and football. Yeah. Congratulations once again to Harry Maguire and his family on the birth of their baby daughter. Precisely nine months after he scored for England. What a night. Yeah. The <laughs> FA Sippy Cup from Dash and Teesside. Oh, very good. Gareth Stairgate from Steve <laughs> and the team in Fleet. And from Lee and Essex, well done on Arsenal striker Alexander Lack of Zeds. Very good. Roy Ween says die. Uh, Mario Balotelli Tubbies <laughs> says the two button hero. Ian Rusk. Andrew, oh, Andrew Ross is very nice. Another twist on that. Uh, goodbye, Jumbo's gone for Real, so he's your dad. <laughs> 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 Andrew Biles has got Glenn Swaddle. And Martin says Colic Hendry. <laughs> well done, everybody. Fine work, as always. The Daily Smash will return next week. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. One more song to play you all, but it's time for us to bid you farewell. Thanks for tuning in. What another incredible show it's been. Uh, producer Mark, let me bring you in here. If you want to grab your... Uh, there we go, that's it. There he is. Uh, you all set now? Hello. There we go, big fella. Here we go. So, um, you've been jotting some stuff down as we've been ringing the podcast naming bell. What have you jotted down? Uh, first of all, it could be a case for Denzel and Pascoe. Oh, yes, this, of course, was my first thought this morning. I oh, thought yeah. that Catatonia nailed it by choosing...
X-Files obviously endured, so that is still a great song now, but if they picked one of the other 90s crime-fighting duos, it could have been a case for Denzel and Pascal. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? That's only half the argument. What does Mayo say? <laughs> oh, yes, of course. This oh, yeah. is, what is What is this? <laughs> it's so early We this want to get the uh, conclusive answer on how to pronounce biopic or biopic. Oh, this is because Commode, someone you look up to as far as film yeah, knowledge goes. Yeah, film god, yeah. He says biopic, like me. He's old school. And then Emma raised the question, what does Mayo say? Obviously, they come <laughs> yes, as a duo. Exactly, yeah. Let's try and find out what Mayo says by tomorrow morning show, <laughs> shall we? And then finally, what have we got there, Mark? Finally, we've got 96 Cypress Road in compact disc FM mode. (laughs) That was Matt's jingle that him and his friend wrote for the radio station they hosted together um, back in radio show on the radio station hosted together back in... 1990? Late, the early 90s, yeah. Oh, dear. (laughs) I think we've got to go with It Could Be A Case for Denzel and Pascal. Mm. That's the name of the daily podcast, downloaded from all the usual places. And once again, thank you ever so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow, 6am, and we're going to be live, surrounded by all things Harry Potter. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.